0: Wah, 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 wah. Welcome to you, Dad. Me at hello. Can y'all hear me? I yeah, like I'm yeah gonna we can hear you. Button
1: on. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. We don't want hey. to, but we can hear you. We should have pretended right. we couldn't. That would have made. made <laughs> <worse>. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, hey, thank you guys for joining us yet again for episode twenty-eight, maybe of the You Dad Me at Hello podcast. We are a full-fledged podcast, guys. I feel like we're hitting double-digit episodes were more than an er season that's a long season <laughs> i this mean like we had, had Order. digits a long time ago yeah i mean that's true but 28 yeah. sounds like a lot i feel like we're a law and order season four right now this is ridiculous how are you guys Sweet. feeling this week
1: okay yeah. got my first covid <gasps> shot yesterday so my my arm was hurting for a while you got the me too in. me too yeah got it yesterday yeah. Yeah, same. I'm good now. I can I'm raise. Hurt. I can raise my arm now. I think because I used I, I, it all I, I day long at work. Now, yeah.
0: I'm about. I'm about here. I'm about here. Starts to hurt a little. Bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm good. Now. But see, my wife got it before me the day before. Her arm hurt a little bit, but I'm definitely complaining about ten times more than. 10 times. <laughs> uh, That's typical.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I didn't think about it, but I really should have uh saved Ryan Hanley's video of uh of him going to get his COVID shot because he outdid me uh by a whole commercial. He he did uh, that. Was was,
2: yeah, Mike will have to show you after. Yeah, I didn't see any of this. I, I called yeah. RJ out basically saying that it was false that he got his vaccine because mm-hmm. there's no proof. Uh, and Ryan Hanley did a full on TikTok video showing his, like, sh- actually showing the needle going into his arm and everything.
0: I don't know how he did that because they weren't letting you even near your phone. No, inside there. He no, they wouldn't. Them. Yeah.
1: They wouldn't let me take my phone out of my pocket until after I got the shot and I was sitting down and I had to register for my next one.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was um had, they had
1: people like walking around and everything. It was crazy.
0: I watched far too many zombie movies, <laughs> but I felt very odd walking into uh this place with just there had to be a hundred army guys with uh with you know with the with the guns on their hip and everything. Mm-hmm. They were prepared for an wow. apocalypse. Yeah, FEMA I,
1: was there and everything. It was uh yeah. it was a scene out of oh. a out of a video game for sure. I did see that when I uh at the COVID testing site.
2: That was that's next to the Panera in Garden City, and I was like, "What mm. is going on over here?" Um, but I, when I got my shot, it was nothing like that. It was in a high school, and they literally led you through the entire school. Like I thought I was in a maze. Uh, I didn't know what. <laughs> like I turned a corner, and there was like no one. I thought we were going to be murdered. Um, but yeah, I get my second shot uh, t- in two days, so I will uh, be a complete robot. Uh, The next time that we talk, I will have Mm -hmm. the microchip firmly planted into my (laughs) arm. And uh, I'm looking to destroy the rest of the earth. So
0: Nice. Well, I'm excited. So um, Andy and I started uh, to get back into music a little bit. We released One Year in 10 a while back. We're now releasing You Are Love tomorrow. Um, And then I also started a cover series at the same time. So last week I released uh, a cover of Keaton Henson's No Witnesses. And next week, I release Ohio oh, is right. for Lovers, for you emo people, uh, back in the day, Hawthorne <laughs> Heights. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, but here's just a little snippet, uh, before we get into it, of our promo for tomorrow. Sometimes it's plain to see what you did for me. I didn't have a fade out button, so I apologize. Just <laughs> that. So if you're if you're into that, if that sounded like something you'd like, uh, hit it up on Spotify and YouTube. It's,
1: it's one of these songs. You just yeah. It's a it's a club banger, as the kids call it. Yeah. Yes. Right? <laughs> banger. <laughs>
0: so I'm excited for this, guys. We're doing '90s popular hip hop. Uh, we added popular in uh, because uh, we kind of just hit the songs that everybody knows. There are probably 500 songs that Andy could have added to this list uh, that only Easy. he has heard of and maybe Mike, uh, but not me. Um, so we did not <laughs> add those. This is straight up uh, just the pop ones that you've kind of heard a uh, hundred times before. Uh, some of them even are hated by their own people, which we will talk about at some point, I assume. Um, okay. How you guys feeling about this one?
2: I'm I'm okay. Um I know we've been going back and forth this entire week as far as the list. I feel like there's probably six or seven songs that probably should be on this list in place of these other ones, but I feel like it's a solid it's a solid list, but we'll definitely get into at the end what songs probably could have should have would have been on here as well.
1: Yeah, we we More than likely, we'll have to do a part two or a follow-up because uh, Andy's list and my list were very extensive. Uh, We we each had close to 70 songs or over 70 songs on each of our lists, and to have to whittle that down to 16 was excruciatingly difficult. (laughs) Yeah, and we're going to make RJ listen to all of them.
0: I always love it when, when we post brackets and the only comments are like, where is this and where is this <laughs> and what are you doing? And this, is, this sucks. So uh, we're looking forward to tonight and, and, and we're going to enjoy making 90% of you upset. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah.
0: um, Now I, I don't think that anything we have on here is not worthy of being here. Uh, the top 16 that we did choose are all great songs. There are a hundred other songs that are great too, that could have been on here, but these are the ones uh, that we chose. Um, this would have been a good time to share that screen, but I was not prepared. <laughs> but here it is. Uh, we have our top 90s, uh, pop, hip hop. Uh, I, I sound weird saying popular hip hop, uh, but it's uh, pop pop. We're ready pop, for
1: it. Pop, hop. Yeah, because pop, pop,
2: I mean, it's like any other genre, you know, there's there's songs that the the purists are gonna say, there's no way in hell that's one of the best. Whatever song, you know, I'm sure yep. if we'd, you know, when we went over like rock and everything, you guys were like yelling at me, like, no, this song's awesome, <laughs> right? So, and this is, this is going to be RJ's action movie, um, genre here because anybody who saw the episode, I knew nothing about action movies. Um, not to say RJ doesn't know about hip hop because he came up with these songs, so it's a good list, but
0: there's, Some missing ones. (laughs) So I think just like every other topic that we have here, uh, we kind of each cover a a spectrum of each topic. You know, I I knew a lot of the hip hop songs that were coming through. I knew a lot of the rap, but I didn't get into rap and hip hop until the decade was over. You know, during the decade of the nineties, in the beginning, I was listening to Motown. Um, And then I was listening to uh, boy bands for a little while. Um, And then when I got into rock, um, I, I really started doing like the Linkin Park Rage Against the Machine, you know, deal. So it wasn't until after that, that I started to appreciate 90s hip hop. Um, but hey, uh, we got a couple things uh, to talk about before we hop into it here. Just to let you guys know, we are taking a break from our live episode next week. So next week we will uh, throw out some posts. We'll still uh, interact with you guys next week. But we will not have a live episode as we take a break. Um, and Andy can uh, uh, rest for the week. And, uh, <laughs> you are getting your second shot, so you're probably going to be uh, yeah. dead.
2: Yes, I'm, I'm taking a day out of work. Yeah. Um... On Monday? Wait, when? Aren't you
0: getting this on like Saturday? I'm,
2: I'm getting it on Saturday, but people have been going at least 48 hours with yeah. some, some bad symptoms. So I'm, gonna, I'm a big okay. wuss. So I'm, yeah, gonna I'm myself
1: uh, plenty. I'm planning the same. Uh, my shot's on a Friday, so I'm taking Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. So, yeah. Um, now, Andy, you mentioned bringing
0: up our uh, our new series. Is that something you'd like to talk about or you want me to do? Sure. So, yeah,
2: we always talk about the evolution of the show. Um Most of our uh, viewers come from the New England area, whether that's Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Um, So us being from that area, we thought what better way to kind of celebrate where we come from uh, than to kind of have like a New England series. So nothing tournament wise, but us talking about everything that we like about the area, uh, whether that's food, hangout spots, places for the kids, just talk, just Talking and reminiscing about those uh, those places and and memories. Um, hopefully, everybody enjoys that and brings their own, um, you know, comments to those shows as well. I think everybody's going to get some a good kick out of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, Mike.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm
1: excited. Yeah. Well, I said yeah, and then RJ started talking. No, I, I think it'll be good for you know for more interaction. Um, we like when everyone comments on the show. It really makes it. Worth our while even more to to know that people really want to get in on the conversation. It makes us um, sometimes even change the the course of our discussion, and you know maybe come to a conclusion we didn't think we were going to before. So now going in this direction, you know it's more organic, and we can all just kind of uh, just have a free flowing episode, and and it will also allow us to create um, you know better sure. better um, content or or see you know what what you folks are going to like uh not like and you know we can start to uh mold this whoa, into whoa. something more like
2: don't what? say what they don't like because we can't replace all three
1: of us on the show. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we could. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh yeah, I'm roof. excited
0: about it. I think <laughs> I think we're going to do things like, you know, top top food places, top uh, like you said, t- places to take your kids. Maybe top like childhood uh, places that we used to go. Um, as as true Rhode Islanders, including Andy, um, you know, we're going to talk about places that are no longer open, as though they are. Um, oh, so that's, think-
2: that's everything, Rhode Island.
1: Yeah, it's over yes. by the old pennies on uh, <laughs> over by that. You remember where there. the old Apex used to be? <laughs> the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs>
0: Oh man, so I'm excited about that, but today is a uh, is a great topic, top 90s hip-hop, let's get into it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, let's. I'm also not prepared for that, but here it is anyway. Uh, Jay-Z, Hard Knock Life versus Dr. Dre, forgot about Dre. That's a tough one, man. Uh,
1: I, I'm, I'm just going to start by saying I think every single matchup on this bracket is going to be difficult, so I think we should yeah. preface the entire <laughs> bracket with that statement right off the bat. That's true i well, here we
0: are uh, i'm going with yeah, hard knock think? life on this one
1: wow that was not what i was expecting
0: yeah not me because i'm doing forget about dre that hook uh is everything
1: yeah i, I okay. gotta go i gotta go with dre myself as well on this one
0: all right well, all right. well yeah i mean well,
1: that's how this that's how this show works andy i'm yeah. sorry
2: no <laughs> listen, again i think for every single one of these um I'm. I'm not gonna complain too much because they're they're really close battles here. Um. I don't know. I know a lot. You know. I was talking to Tina. She's like, oh, I hate. I hate a lot of that song because of the Annie um sample in there. She's not a fan of that. Otherwise, um, she's a she's a fan of the song. But yeah, uh, I like it because it, it set that song, um, apart from others really. Um. And Jay-Z deserved to be on this list. Whatever song that we decide to put on here, I think from a wide range of songs that he came out with in the 90s, could have been on here. Um, this is a typical Jay-Z song where he recorded it in one take. Jay-Z is notorious for just, yeah, boom, laying it down and done. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the song peaked at number 15 on the Billboard Hot 100. But... I mean, it's all the like you heard it everywhere. Like it was on the radio constantly. Um,
1: yeah. And yeah. it wasn't even originally going to be one of his songs, right? It was, it was going to be someone else's song. And I think he, he kind of like begged for, for the beat and had to almost like, you know, take it away from somebody else um, yeah, really? because he liked it so much. If I remember correctly. Um, yeah. It, Cause it was produced by Mark 45 uh and i guess kid capri originally had the beat yeah yeah he he originally had the beat uh and then uh, jay-z somehow got a hold of it do you know who mark 45 king
2: is no not a clue you you know the the song let me clear my throat oh yeah i
1: know that song
2: yeah the Ed lover dance yeah
1: yeah Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. okay Uh, you got it now so i do do know how that is
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So forgot about Dre is moving on. Jay-Z, um, you know, we can't deny that he has many, many songs and will have many, many songs after that, uh, going into the two thousands. I discovered Jay-Z when he did the Lincoln Park crossover, uh, which was epic in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that was great. Um, and seeing Jay-Z's response live on stage to Chester's screaming still. <laughs> uh, it's the greatest reaction ever. If you haven't seen that, uh Lincoln Park Jay-Z, I think it's called. Collision. collision, yeah, cord. Crash Course, crash yeah, whatever, yeah, Crash Course, yeah, yeah, but it's very good. Uh, moving on, we've got Salt and Pepper's What a Man and Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise. Hmm, I think Gangsta's Paradise gets a bad rap for being associated with Dangerous Minds and Michelle Pfeiffer, but it's actually a really good song. Um, and I think it also probably gets a bad rap because you think of Amish paradise when you think. Of that song now. Um, but hearing it again, I've been listening to it a lot this week. We have a Spotify playlist by the way. Um, so if you're wanting to hear any of these songs, we will link that um, on our uh, video, but um, man, it's a good song. It's a good song. Uh, yeah. So
1: I think I- it was, I think it was written for the soundtrack if I'm not mistaken. I, uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know. Probably.
1: He, it appeared on both the
2: soundtrack and his album. So I'm not sure if it was directly written for that, but um, I'm going gangsta's paradise on this one.
1: Okay. Mike, what do you got? Oh, I thought you already picked gangsta's paradise. I mean, I talked about it. I don't know if I made
0: an official oh. statement. Cause what a man is good too, but
1: yeah, it you is. know, uh, I'm, gonna go I'm with Gangsta's
0: Paradise. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 <laughs> what do you got? Uh, I, I i was actually gonna i was actually gonna go with what a man um i don't know i just think it's it's a little bit more um funky you know i like mm-hmm. the funky beats <laughs> <laughs> um not and, and and uh kind of for the same reasons that you were saying that it gangster's paradise does kind of get a bad rap sometimes and i think i heard it too much um mm-hmm. and and you know the salt and pepper song was extremely popular back in the day uh, but I don't think it got nearly as much play as Gangsta's Paradise was that song was literally everywhere so I think back then I was just kind of tired of hearing it uh you know maybe I just have some some bad memories I don't know
0: <laughs> I mean what a man salt and pepper would not be as good without Invoke on the you know on the chorus there um yeah. what's that other song that never gonna get it right by Invoke Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like their their yeah. harmonies were super tight so good um, right so having them on this song really helped um, I also really like uh, them as rappers I think there were a couple of women that were really really good in the 90s in rap and we've got them on there we've also got uh, Lauren Hill uh, later mm-hmm. um, so it's good to see them on here because they were definitely underrated
1: yeah and Vogue was invited to the track because Salt and Peppa knew that they were not You know, going to be good enough to sing that chorus, and that's why In Vogue was really brought in to do uh, those vocal lines. So it definitely, you know, elevated the song, um, you know, past I think what it could have been. So I mean, I think they made the right choice. I mean, that that does make the song. I think.
2: Yeah. What What made the song? That's what made the song so cool is because you had one of the the most dominant rap groups of the '90s in Salt and Peppa, not just female rap groups just as a rap group itself salt and peppa um and then and vogue who dominated the 90s in r&b um mm-hmm. and you put them together it was just there's just a great mixture um this song is a um as a remake of a 1968 song called what a man uh, by a soul singer uh, linda lindell same song same beat same Mm -hmm. chord progression uh the hook is is the same obviously she's not rapping in the song um (laughs) so this was a minor hit for her um in the late 60s the song became so popular actually at the time that she started getting uh death threats from the ku klux klan and she ended up quitting um music for a long period of time and ended up i believe later on performed the song um kind of her, her her comeback um so kind of some scary scary stuff um yeah. was happening there um and then wrestling reference uh as, as we're talk about usually with everything so salt and pepper um turned up at wrestlemania between the match between um Lawrence taylor and bam bam bigelow which was one of the the best celebrity matches um at the time um, and there was also the theme music for ecw wrestler jason knight um so jason knight uh also ended up becoming the manager for i believe just incredible he was a trainer here in the connecticut area um
0: and uh he was just a big big dude like that like, <laughs> great, great character um uh, fun fact what a man was actually written by a man uh, yeah. uh dave oh. crawford uh yeah so only men can talk uh, talk about men like that. So, um, so yeah, we wrote that about ourselves and then gave it to a woman to sing for us. Um, but yeah, I, I also like uh, if you see the video, um, uh, they each got a man to appear with them as their you know fantasy man. And Salt's man is Tupac Shakur, um, but a day before, uh, he yeah. nearly missed the shoot because he shot two off-duty cops. Um, and then Peppa's uh was Anthony Chris from Naughty by Nature. So um uh,
1: Tretch. I think that's
0: yeah, I didn't know how to say it, so I went with this real name. Yeah, <laughs> T Ranch. <laughs> Tretch, <who> T <laughs> Reach. T Reach uh was on there. Tretch um, who has
2: built like a brick house that yeah.
0: he is like just jack. I, I know guys. him from uh from that boys to men song I sent you Viven. It has uh, him on there, Craig Mack. Buster Rhymes, Method Man, uh, Vibin. If you haven't heard, that's super good. But anyways, that's what's moving on. It. We've got Naughty by Nature's OPP and Beastie Boys Intergalactic. Man, did I learn a lot about OPP this week?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I oh, you no guys
0: idea. didn't know? Mm-hmm. No, oh. but I am down with other people's priority. Oh. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. You know, <laughs>
2: He's not listening. <laughs> um, I mean, other people's property is the um G-rated version other of people's. yeah.
0: Well, it's actually one of the real meanings. Uh, you know, it's it's property, yeah. PPs, and yeah, and
2: also something like that rhymes with Linus and Minus. Um, <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and um, I don't know if there's a word that rhymes with the other one. Um, let's just say a cat.
1: Yeah. Uh, Virginia, <laughs> so, yeah. Virginia. All right. So, anyways, uh,
0: <laughs> yes, it is.
2: Yeah. And then, and then we get that comment right
0: there. Uh, <laughs> so I don't let's... think that's what that was for. <laughs> I know. I know. It was spot on. Um, well, I, I, I'm just going to say it right now. Beastie Boys Intergalactic is um, was a highlight of the 90s for me. I love that song. Uh, Body Movin' was their other one off that same album. Uh, I loved it. So, I'm going Beastie Boys.
2: I'm going with OPP. Oh, make it man. difficult Ooh, For Mike. Him, Mike man.
0: What are you gonna do here, Mike? Oh man.
1: If we're talking just about the song itself, just clearly what, the what topic we're we talking about. Just the song. <laughs> well, we talk a lot about, about the topic. We talk a lot about talking the, about NYPD blue. The the significance <laughs> of the song, the cultural relevance of the song. I mean, we are. You can you know how, how this you want, works. Yeah. you've I, been on here long enough. More. I don't think I've figured this out yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> if we're going just the song and what song I personally like better, it's gonna have to be Beastie Boys. Oh. yes so all right. and is that your
0: choice because there could be a yes here. no okay, no right.
1: no but no buts no buts all this time sorry right. i'm not gonna i'm man. not gonna do that to you man really so i feel
2: like there's way better beastie boy songs that should have been on this list
0: like what
1: sabotage i, I, what I agree it's not as
0: good as an intergalactic
1: yeah uh, i i will fight you over that comment <laughs> my my favorite was in the
0: 2000s is check it out but obviously check it it out Have great. it on yeah. here
1: um
2: my my favorite of theirs is is what you want because it's just the way it was recorded but that's that's fine um i mean opp a lot of media outlets say this is one of the best hip-hop songs um so the source which was like the hip-hop bible in the 90s um vh1 rolling stone they all had these as like one of has this song as like one of the best hip hop songs of all time. Yes, it's not kid friendly, but on, no,
1: it is not kid friendly. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, however, it doesn't have any dirty words in it. There isn't. There's no. Right. There's no curses in there. Um, they did have to edit um, some words out that meant other things, um, like the word kitten um, had to be edited out. You do the math of what you think they were talking about. <laughs> um, so obviously it's talking about cheating, which is no, not not cool, but um the beat <laughs> the beat not, is on rule. Not cool, not, not, cool, cool not cool. I do not, not cool. advise it. Um so this is <laughs> uh sampled Jackson Fives, ABC. Just I mean, just the opening like okay, yep. Uh, there's Jackson Five, um, yeah. I mean, it was man. I can't believe you guys. I knew you guys were voted out, but that's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> Um, It was
1: it was nominated um, at the 34th annual Grammy Awards, but it lost (laughs) it lost to another song on this bracket.
2: I'm being I'm being hazed here. What the hell?
1: (laughs) My family's turning. Cheating's a no no. (laughs) Um,
0: Hey, shout out to Tiffany, by the way, for for being on the on the podcast. What's up? Haven't haven't, uh, haven't heard from you in a while. But anyways, that's it. Beastie Boys Intergalactic moving on. Yep. Next up, we've got
1: Andy still mad
0: Cypress Hills, <laughs> Insane in the Brain versus Nate Dogg featuring Warren G's Regulate. Man, Regulate Holy. all the way. That has one of the best beats I've ever heard. Oh my god!
1: Actually, can we just end the bracket and not even make this decision? It's regulate. Regulate first it's off. Too. So when I I can't even oh, talk about regulate right now. I'm gonna talk about it later. No, I'll talk about it later two, now. Two, two votes for regulate. Okay, I I would have gone either way, so it doesn't matter to me. I, I can't be upset either way on this one. We're getting a lot of Cypress Hill. I think this one's uh, this was the tough one here. This was a divisive decision. That's okay. Yeah,
0: we got we got some regulates in there too, so we're okay. Um, I'm trying
1: to get closer. Right,
2: well, <laughs> best, best part in Zoolander when they do that.
0: Well, anyway, Cypress Hill, "Insane in the Brain." That was a nineteen ninety three <laughs> single. Um, in addition to hitting number one on the U.S. rap charts, the song was also a mainstream hit hitting number 19 in the Billboard's Hot 100. It earned a gold certification. 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 Right? Certification. 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 Um, but anyways. RJ's um. RJ's <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, it's a good song. I was never super into it. I knew it, obviously. Everybody knows that song, but I, I wouldn't go out of my way to, watch, to listen to it. Regulate all the way for me.
1: This song, it's amazing. It's as popular as it was because it only took them a day to write the beat, three hours to write the lyrics, and an hour to record the song. No, And this song was a huge, huge hit. Um, Originally, it was actually uh, not going to be a Cypress Hill song. It was going to be a House of Pain song. Um, And DJ Muggs wrote the beat. Um, based on the fact that Jump Around was so popular as well.
2: That's not uh, scratching.
1: Sorry, <laughs> sorry. My arm still hurts from that shot. Um, but um, yeah, it was going to be a slower song. It was originally only going to be 96 beats per minute, um, which if anybody knows music, that's pretty slow. Um, and even for like yeah, a for hip-hop, hip-hop. Yeah, hip hop. Yeah, well, is
2: pretty, that's pretty
1: even but it was originally going to be like a slower more laid back groove and then it turned into what we all know today as insane in the brain um which is pretty funny um and the lyrics are targeted at other rappers um that you know they came up with uh at the time and apparently um when other people in the community got record deals. Uh, you know, they all kind of started going after each other as a competition kind of thing. And and the lyrics for this song were geared towards those local rappers and mm-hmm. um, you know, their beefs that they had. So uh that's why there's some some uh, personal lyrics in there, uh, with some swears that I can't say. Um, but the line, Fat Boy on a diet, don't try it, I'll jack you. Out like a looter in a riot uh, that was directed uh, directly at uh, kid frost.
2: Ah, so I yeah,
1: that. I
2: know, I know that they went after Chub Rock on this cause they felt like he ridiculed their style. So be real. Who's the main rapper in the song has a very distinct voice. It's on purpose. It's a very nasally, nasally type voice. Um, if you've never listened to Cypress Hill, um, it's a lot about, marijuana culture uh essentially but he is a he's a really terrific artist as a as a lyricist um even their their stuff later on um like he he dives into different genres he mixes a lot of rock and his stuff too um so uh check check him out yeah there there's yeah. a beastie boys reference rj
0: <laughs> check, to, <laughs> check, to right. check, well, check it okay. out there you go. Regulate, moving on. Uh, next up, we've got House of Pains, Jump Around, and Puff Daddy, I'll Be Missing You, along with Faith Evans and 112.
1: I'll Be Missing You makes me sad. I almost don't want to pick that song because it makes me so sad.
0: Yeah, it's it's an uh, interesting song. I was listening to it on the way uh, to the mall today, and Eliza was in the car, and she started asking what it was about. So uh, I went through the uh, East Coast West Coast rap war with her uh, for a little while, and oh god, uh, that was a <laughs> that, fun conversation. That's
1: educational, yeah. Especially coming from you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you mean? I want to hear. You her forget decision. my extensive knowledge of of, of the East Coast hip-hop. West Coast hip hop wars. Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember us talking. In we like- talked about we talked about Tupac. We talked about Biggie. We talked about Puff Daddy. We talked about everything um but puff daddy i'll be missing you is my vote for sure
1: i'm gonna go and jump around same jump around for me this sorry this, RJ. this, was, this was a toss-up for me <laughs> two very different songs extremely different songs couldn't be uh any more different
2: so rj let's let's hear about i'll be missing you what what do you got to say what 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 made you want to pick that
0: Well, I just, so I'll be missing you. Puff Daddy, my brother was super into Puff Daddy. uh, And so I heard that constantly uh, in the background. I I wasn't a fan of rap at the time or hip hop, but he was super into Puff Daddy. So that was just someone I heard all the time. I'll be missing you. is a great song. 112 is great. Faith Evans was great. Um, You know, this song, um, you know, being about, you know, the murder of of the Notorious B.I.G. I just also liked the background here with, they basically took the police's uh, song, Every Breath You Take, and mm-hmm. asked for permission after the fact. Yeah. Um, you know, they basically went through this, you know, kind of big battle here. Um, and then what's awesome is Sting ended up doing the song with them years later anyway because he really liked, you know, the idea behind it. Yeah. Um, and the dues getting paid. Yeah, I uh, uh, say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I I think it's around $2,000 a day from royalties for that track at some point. Um, Now, granted, and I'll agree with Courtney here, um, you know, Puff Daddy went on to become one of the more annoying people in the entire world uh, (laughs) over the last, you know, 20 years. But at this point, he was definitely at the top of his game. And uh, I think he was respected, at least by me at that time. But
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, Diddy was more of a backstage, you know, behind the scenes type of uh, person in the hip-hop community. Um, and, you know, he started you know, jumping on tracks, doing stuff in the background, especially with, with Biggie and, and different projects. Um, where,
1: what are you doing? You're moving the stuff on me here. Oh, um, I didn't know I was still up there. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> behind
1: the scenes. Behind the scenes. You saw how right? I did it. Oh, behind the screens, oh, if behind you will. Behind the screens.
2: <laughs> uh, I actually have, I probably have this on cassette somewhere over there i had this entire album um because he did he was just hit after hit at this he point, was everywhere right? yeah he, was, he everywhere. was everywhere um we had several of his of those songs on our our list originally until we dwindled it down um because he he was a hit maker and he was working with big he brought in mace um the locks then he had you know 112 total he he had RB and hip hop unlock in the nineties. Um, and then
1: he started Bad boys for life. uh, eh, eh, can't stop. stop. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) so
2: the thing about Diddy was he's, he's not a lyricist. He's not someone who's going to be sitting there writing the rhymes. This, he, he did not write this song either. So sauce money, who is another, uh, MC who, um, used to work with Jay Z, uh, prior pen this for him um and saw some money kind of took obviously what was happening here but also the loss of his mother as well and and gave it to diddy i saw dumb comments like oh how come how come he's not getting credit like i'm sure he got paid for the freaking song i'm sure he got paid yeah yeah yeah, don't worry about it (laughs) um but this so you talked about you know this was basically a, a police song sting ended up uh performing with them at the mtv um Uh, video music awards as well on stage that was kind of the big like a big surprise when uh, a very emotional performance um having faith evans in the song also brought um an emotional component too because she was married to to biggie so right not only do you have his best friend on this track and, and diddy you have um you know his wife as well um yeah and this the song won a Grammy for the best rap performance by a duo or group, and this is this is
1: hilarious. Um, <laughs> this is so they, this is Kanye before Kanye. Yeah, could so do this it.
2: Did, this did not go over well with Old Dirty Bastard from the Wu Tang Clan, who came on stage during the ceremony clan, and uh, said, "Puffy is good, but Wu Tang is for the children." So wherever you see, like you see that all the time, Wu Tang is for the children. Uh, ODB was not having it, so. Uh, all right. Oh, well, there we go, guys. All right. All right moving
0: on, moving on. We have Eminem. My name is and Notorious B.I.G. Hypnotize. Oh man. Oh man. I mean. Oh man, is right. Hypnotize is classic. Is uh, but so my good. name is is the catapult uh, of Eminem's career. I know we had a hit before this, but this was this was the one, <laughs> and it's God, not by far his best song ever. I mean, he, I, he hates this song. A, one of the worst, but he at the time, the <laughs> at the time that was big. Um, and, and personally, in my opinion, I thought B.I.G. had better songs than the one that we ended up with on here. But um, so agree. just because of that, I'm going to go with Eminem. My name is. Mm. Mm. <laughs> For all you listeners uh, who are not on YouTube and you're listening on Spotify, this is just Mike. I'm I'm like I'm
1: like grinding my teeth right now. (laughs) Uh, Shoot, Uh, Uh, I'm gonna make it easy for you. I'm gonna go with Eminem. All right, all right. Eminem. Sorry, Val.
2: And (laughs) I'm I'm going with the same thing as as RJ. I I feel like there's better songs and I. So everybody's like, well, why'd you put the better song on there? We didn't agree upon it. It just didn't happen. Um, I feel like Juicy, Big Papa, um, Big one Papa. more chance.
0: Yeah.
2: Hey, sometimes we drop the ball. We're not professionals, we're not getting paid yeah. here.
1: That's that's now. why we that's why before we even recorded this, we already planned on doing another episode because there's just way too many songs that we realized we left out. <laughs> not not even uh songs that we didn't even put on our original list. And after the fact, after we made our bracket, we said, oh, crap, forgot this song. Oh, yeah, I forgot this song. Oh, wait. (laughs) Do we just reset the whole bracket like the day before? Yeah. Um,
0: We, Um, Yeah, I I mean, Hypnotize, great song. It was a single uh, back in 1997. It was the last song released before his death uh, in a drive-by shooting a week later. And it's the fifth song. Uh, by accredited artist to hit number one um, after his death. Um, ranked number 30 on the Rolling Stone list of 100 greatest hip-hop songs of all time. Um, but yeah, uh, only, I, I do like this. It remained at number one for three weeks until Hanson's Umbop uh, kicked it out. So, fun fact. <laughs> that makes Hanson me hate Umbop even more. <laughs> destroyed Hypnotize.
2: <laughs> Hanson came uh, to the door the a 4-4. Now, anybody who actually listens to the video would understand what I just said there. Um, yeah, uh, so the 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 hook of the song is basically a uh, remake of Lottie Dottie by Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh, uh, which is a, one of my favorite songs of all time. So good. Uh, yeah, and the hook was... Uh, so the singing on there was sung by uh, Pamela Long from uh, the group Total, which all under the Bad Boy uh, record label. And then there's another wrestling reference here. So The Rock on a November 30th, 1998 Raw is War episode, apparently used a remix of the instrumental version of this. I got to see this from my own eyes. This is according to some random website, so just be (laughs) pulling my chain.
1: Um, But I got to see that.
0: All right. So so there you go.
1: The music was sampled from Herb Albert's uh, hit song Rise from 1979. And uh, Puff Daddy uh, was the producer on the song. And, um, you know, he somehow managed to get the song because. um, Apparently, Herb Albert was approached by many, many other rappers trying to use, uh, you know, this music. Ice Cube, Easy E, Vanilla Ice. all wanted to do something with this song but he didn't really he didn't really feel sh- very strongly about those artists and then all of a sudden he heard uh, you know a rough version of this song and he absolutely fell in love with it and said this song is gonna go to number one and I'm gonna make some money off of it so <laughs> he approved it and he ended up making quite a bit of money off of the royalties for this song so
2: that's what we got to do RJ let's just make one song that's like really good hold on. Let's just make one song that's just good enough for someone else to be like, I want to take that song. I'm like, yes,
0: $1
2: million. We wrote
0: 13 songs that people can do that to. I happen to like our music. I do, too.
2: (laughs) Not many other people do.
0: (laughs) We have many, many fans uh, of our music, uh, except for my dad, who doesn't like any of it. Um, yes. However, I did get a shout out From my wife's dad uh, However, it was for my cover song No Witnesses, Not Any of Ours um, But I still enjoyed it uh, It just means that uh, after 13 songs He finally listened to one Hey, you're winning <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, now that you've brought that up Thanks Andy, hit us up on YouTube and Spotify uh, RJ Gun <laughs> Music and V-Rap We have 13 songs that people kind of like So you should check it out Tens uh, of people We have a people. new song Tens of people. Uh, We actually have over 2,000 plays um, on our music, Uh, but check it out. Uh, You Are Love releases tomorrow. (laughs) But next up, we have the Fugees, Ready or Not, and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, Nothing But a G Thing. Uh, This is super hard for me, man. Fugees, Ready or Not, is one of my favorite songs to sing. And nothing but a G thing. I used to do it karaoke with my good friend, Matt Foley, who passed away, sadly, uh, a couple years ago. And and uh, nothing but a G thing, man. We used to sing that together all the time. Um, I don't know, guys. What do you think? Ain't nothing but a G thing.
2: Baby. Baby.
1: That's my pick. Yeah. Yeah, nothing but a G thing. Yeah. Oh, what? What? You took
0: you- took my power from me. I have no, what? I have no say. What? I have no say now.
1: Well, I, I can you we can edit it and you can say something now. So that way <laughs> when it goes up on YouTube. <laughs> no, it's just Fuji's man. Ready or not, that is a great hook and,
0: and the raps in it are great. Lauren Hill's rapping. This is, is solid. Uh it's such a good song. Um but I mean I love nothing but a G Thing too, but just I'm not mad about that.
1: But yeah, Fuji's is so good. I don't think that the Fuji song was as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess significant as nothing but a G thing. I'll give you um, that. I'll give you that. You know, I, it, the Fuji's was a, a, you know, they had a great song, great run, great records. I mean, they had hit after hit after hit. Um, personally, I don't feel like this is one of their best songs. Um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, you know, corrected. I, okay, I am corrected. So, <laughs> I um I think this I, is
2: one of their their better
1: songs. I mean, they had Fuji which
2: is probably my favorite, Killing Me Softly, but we considered that an R and B song because mm-hmm. it's Lauryn Hill um singing throughout. So, that's obviously the the smash hit for for them. Right. Um, but the score, one of the best hip hop albums of all time. Um, so if you've only heard a song or two off of that go listen to the Guys, entire album; it's great
0: it's one of barack obama's favorite songs of all it is. time it uh, is uh has said in his 2008 presidential campaign run um i actually found it very interesting so i learned a little bit about this song i did not know that she uh recorded her hook while leaving the band and yeah. came in basically crying the hook um, and then about five, six months later rejoined the band and wanted to redo the song, but she couldn't do it better than when she was emotional back uh, when she was quitting the band, so they kept it. So the version you hear is the one where she was going through some stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, the thing is, I never liked Lauren Hill as a person overall. I, I just heard so much stuff about her, and even later after the Fuji's broke up, um, both of the guys were basically like, you will not catch us. You know together again she needs some help <laughs> it's essentially what they said yeah um but the song man i just i love it it
2: no it, it really is a is a great song it wasn't really a chart topper here in the u.s um or of an in europe um you know the hook is based off of a delphonic song um ready or not here i come can't um can't hide from love it's the in parentheses um it also is a sample in print oh how do you how do you even say that when there's when you're saying a song um it also sampled an enya song
1: as well uh and which enya uh, yeah. did not appreciate
2: no they almost got sued uh for it until they reached an out of court agreement um you know they, did, they were new to the the music scene and didn't really know about copyright clearance and all that kind of stuff so um yeah, everybody gets hit every once in a while, right? Uh, and The Fray did a cover of this song, RJ.
0: I know. I, I read about that. I have not heard it. I am going to go check it out because The Fray uh, is one of my top mediocre bands of the 2000s. Mm. <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> for you, like, For baby.
2: Probably, probably not a list that we're going to do anytime <laughs> soon. <but> why? <laughs> top
0: mediocre bands? It's those bands that are like they're around and you're like, yeah, they were Okay.
2: Again, That's I'm right. going to bring up all the right. fact that RJ says we should interview more people, and then we'll just, like, talk crap about them. <laughs> Dude, and, if the
0: fray ever came on here, I'd be like, you. man, you guys had some really okay music, man. It was so good. <laughs> uh, you guys made you one know, of our actually, brackets this one time, but didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> no, I the fray, come on, over my head in a cable car and all those other hits they had. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, And I think it's they were over my head too. I might have made that up, but... Uh, anyways, moving on. Uh, they do big. actually, yeah. Is that a is that a Chicago Bulls shirt? What it's is that? In the USA, it's a Chris Hero shirt. Shout out to Chris. Oh, Hero. I got you. I got you. Well, hey, somebody had to buy the shirt. Moving on.
1: <laughs> so, Chris Hero's apparently up, come on harmony.
0: <laughs> Dude, first off, if any of these people ever come on, all we do is we go back and we edit out the nasty things we've said about them. <laughs> uh, but, anyways, we're just not say army. the nasty things about people, then. <laughs> the Crossroads. It's more of a. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then DJ Jazzy's J- Jazzy Jeff Fresh Prince. <laughs> DJ Jazzy's, Jazzy's Jeff. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. It's Jaz- <laughs> so DJ Jazzy Jeff. Uh... All right, is that, your, is crossroads that are summertime, people? <laughs> hey, folks, we're gonna get DJ Jazz and Jeff and the Fresh Prince Summertime <laughs>
2: top 10 hit here in 1991. <laughs>
0: oh, um,
2: man. I'm going with Summertime.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, The Crossroads. I have listened to that song. For forty-eight years, and I still can't do the rap. It's like the no, hardest no rap ever. It's it's ridiculous, and, and I sit there and songs. I read the lyrics and I try to, and I fail every time. It's an amazing song. It's great. Um,
1: another song crossroads. that makes me sad.
0: You go on the crossroads. The we got summertime. We got crossroads. We got well, you pray and you pray and you pray and you pray every day, every day, every day. <laughs> uh, why do you Here guys you do Uncle this Charlie. to me all the
1: time? You guys do this to me all the time.
0: Do it for Uncle Charlie. Yeah, Uncle Charlie.
1: Because I'm going to miss everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh. I don't I don't even... I don't know what to pick. What is everyone it's in the car? It's all comment?
0: bringing in for the Wally. Easy Mike, season come on. for Charlie to boo. God's got him, and I'm going to miss everybody.
1: Summertime. Summertime. Oh, J- sh- <laughs> You know, I played both the songs in my head summertime clearly you sang them wrong because the yeah. crossroads should have been it it makes me
0: too sad
2: it's a it is a very sad song this definitely
0: stop running from your emotions guys yeah i don't have any so it's, it's okay to feel sad sometimes
2: <laughs> this song definitely no. transcended hip-hop um and
0: like you said rj
2: most people don't know the actual lyrics to the song i don't know Ha- like half the oh i know of them either.
0: i just have no idea how he does it <laughs> <laughs> all ridiculous. of them
2: they, they're they super super yeah. fast um that was that's their
0: style um you know Bone but he of also harmony. like he has these stops in places you shouldn't have stops well it's all it different works. people i know but i but they do that like it just like i all of a sudden they're 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 stopped but it, they're, it's great great lyrics yeah their
1: their cadence is crazy like um yeah, definitely unique style that was they, not very uh, prominent at the time.
2: Yeah. And go, they go they can go between rapping and and almost like singing within uh within their lyrics. So it's <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of with Tiffany. I don't want to feel sad, I want to yeah. feel summertime. I agree that with comment. you. That comment. Um this was a, a dedication song to Eze e uh, from NWA um, who was a member of the group NWA and who also um you know, signed both Thugs and Harmony to his Relativity. I'm sorry, Ruthless Records. As Relativity is a different one uh, to Ruthless Records. <clears throat> so, uh, when he passed away uh, very early on, um, they they recorded this song and they talked about other people that have also passed uh, as well in the lyrics. Um, so yeah, uh, I still remember like the music video too. I don't know if you guys remember it, but that's kind of it. Uh, I always think of. The music video when when the song comes on, but. yeah,
1: it was when they were were they like standing? Um, they were standing at a at a literal crossroads, right? And they were all the camera was kind of rotating around them. Am I thinking of the right I, video?
2: I just remember a lot of like clouds and heaven heavenly imagery and
1: oh yeah, that I remember. Living in a world, I'm, I'm crying. I'm crying word. just thinking about it right now. Yeah, yeah. hey, song. We, um, we made it through the first round. We oh my did. God. This is it. Almost took us an we're, hour uh, now. I know. <laughs> Ten minutes was just uh, we yapping about nonsense. All right, forty minutes. That's right. <laughs> All
0: right, well, let's pick up the pace here. Here we go. Moving on. We got Dr. Dre's "Forgot About Dre" and Coolio's Gangster's <clears throat> Paradise." Dre. Dre. Oh, Dre, Dre,
1: Dre, Dre, <laughs> Andy fighting for the Coolio. Why? Why Man. would you? Why would you pick Coolio over Dr. Dre?
0: I feel like yeah. I feel like you that's, know. That's like okay. picking vanilla ice so, over M
1: No, no, it's not.
2: No, it is not. Coolio has so many great songs. Right, but oh.
1: they're not on this no. list.
2: No, they're not. <laughs> but again, I feel like there's other songs from Dr. J that could have been on this list. Mm-hmm. Not, Anybody not no one as forgot off the top track. of the head. Oh, like California Love. How about that song that we didn't put on our list because. One person decided they didn't like the song. Um, that wasn't on anyone's I list. I,
1: I didn't that say that list. I didn't like that song. That was oh, on, was I like that list? song. I yeah. completely missed not, it. Then
2: one of the greatest. It's just anyways, not as good
0: as. Forgot yeah. about Trey.
2: Here's here's why I say Gangsta's Paradise. You couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song, whether it was on a pop radio station or it was on a hip hop station. That was the song that was on, and that uh, you said, "Oh, it gets a bad rap because of the movie." I liked I liked the movie. I like the movie from.
0: Yeah, Michelle yes, but did a great it, it was great at the time, but now you look at it and it's like, okay, great, another white person coming into the hood to fix it. Like <laughs> it was a terrible idea. It, I mean, we didn't know it at the time. Yeah. But it's just that long stretch of movies where it's like white saviors come in to save the inner city no, school. they uh, saved I, her. They did. <laughs> Is that, they, I think that's a tagline. Honestly, watch the, movie, the movie. That's pretty yeah, much she like, goes in to save them and they save her. She, it's no substitute. It,
2: no, it's but no, I get it. Somewhere. Like they kind of redid the movie like
0: ten million times, right? It's the only good movie yeah. that's like that that I still like to this day is "Lean on Me" with Morgan Freeman, um, where he plays the principal in an inner city school. Yeah, Morgan
1: Freeman. Um, but here's it's on hit,
0: HBO Max.
2: here's my main reason. If Weird Al makes a remake of your song. you are the top you are the elite you have a song that stands out from the rest if you can mimic your song and create something off of it and he created amish paradise which is one of his best (laughs) covers ever um bop was everywhere too and that's a banger too i'm sorry to say it's a good song it is a good song,
0: right Um, they redid it later (laughs) two octaves low and it's so good
1: oh my god so good that's only because they grew up hey But um,
0: <laughs> I saw them at Disney perform live. It actually pretty good.
1: They weren't yeah. invited. They were actually busking out on the corner, trying, <laughs> to, just trying to get they money.
0: The Ep- they were playing the EPCOT. Uh, they were like <laughs> in Japan in EPCOT singing.
2: So um, this this song was number 85 on Billboard's Greatest Songs of All Time. Okay, it was also the biggest number one biggest selling single in 1995 on the U.S. Billboard charts is ranked in 2008 as the number 38 on VH1's 100 greatest songs of hip hop. It is it is an acclaimed song and I also feel an odd connection here RJ because the producer Doug Rashid basically he kept making beats for Coolio and Coolio always hated them. He's like I don't like your drums. So he when he played this track for Coolio he was like you made this? I feel like it's the same kind of thing when I'll give you stuff and you're like,
0: eh. And then every
2: once in a while you're like, you made
0: this? I, I like your beats. I just can't I can't sing to all of your beats because, you know, I can't spit hot fire. So it's, you know, not, not you all the time. But, I'll get some yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Andy, can you tell me a little bit about that Yamaha GX-1 synthesizer that's used on this track? I... I didn't bring my 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 ah. this time. Sorry. Well, hey, it was a Yamaha GX1 synthesizer. <laughs> uh, it was the sound of the string section, um, and it's a keyboard that was so advanced and rare that in 1975, when the riff was originally recorded, uh, it cost sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> um, so, uh, and that was uh, yeah, good stuff. Dang. All right, we got on. nothing else. Beastie Boys, Intergalactic. Nate Dog featuring Warren mm. G. Regulate. It's
1: Regulate. Uh, no I, I
0: You know, I immediately wanted to say Regulate. And then I'm thinking in my head, Intergalactic is just a fun song. And Regulate um, is very inappropriate. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Regulate, too. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. good. Because I was about to... Say <laughs> sorry. You just did all that talking for me to just say regulate. <laughs> um, all right. Well, lo- yeah. it makes Beast- it. what do you guys think about the beasties? Love the Beastie Boys. Love this song. Love this entire record. Um, there's really not a bad song on it. Um, samples a lot of like music from places you wouldn't think of. Um, Prelude in C sharp minor from Rachmaninoff. Uh, Love is blue by the Jazz Crusaders, um, just a bunch of random stuff, and that's kind of what made their music so unique. And and you know they would pull from everywhere; they would sample literally anything. Um, <laughs> Mixmaster Mike is is you know a legend, I think, in 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 the scene. Um, so credit where credit is due. But um, yeah, comparing it, I don't think it's as it's it's more of a pop song to me than it is a uh, you know uh like a rap hip hop song not that it makes it bad but comparatively i think regulates a stronger song
0: man yeah. that background and we'll talk about it later but that beat on regulate um, yeah. is probably one of my favorite beats of all time uh, and i'll talk about that later because i was reminded of where I mean, that came from and it's amazing yeah straight sample from, from another yeah. track but all right what do you what do you got andy
2: I was going to say, they, they even said like, the lyrics of this song. <laughs> A lot of it makes doesn't make no sense. I'll stir fry you in my walk. Like, just, just, they just... yeah, whatever That makes complete can... sense.
1: Yeah. do will make me <laughs> stir fry this, you in my walk.
2: The song was started in 93. They were going to put on ill communication, and then they thought um, the lyrics were just so ridiculous, so they kind of made it a little less ridiculous.
1: I, I would like to hear the more ridiculous I version of this song actually. The song.
2: Yes. <laughs> I would as well. So anyways, let's move All on. All right.
0: Well, there we go. Moving on. We've got House of Pains Jump Around versus Eminem My name is.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm going with my name is guys. I'm doing it.
1: You did it. You done did it.
0: I done went with it. my you went with my name is I'm
2: going with jump around.
1: Oh god. why
2: Even an My goodness.
0: Get out, your <sighs> Seat and Jump around. Which,
2: this is an interesting one because Eminem and
1: Everlast had a little thing uh for a little kind of
0: while.
1: Way. Yeah. I I'm I think I think I think Jump around's a better song. Eminem hates the song. Eminem hates his own song. How are you going to get mad that I don't want to pick the song that Eminem hates? <laughs> Well, I mean it because was because I already
0: th- put it as the winner and now I need to go back and
1: <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't do that when you're maybe, the only one that made their choice. <laughs> maybe you should listen
0: to what
2: we're, what we're
1: saying. Um
2: yeah, this here's another one with just like oddball lyrics. This RJ's is just, disgusted. Yeah. Eminem You know, Eminem at this point was just on a rampage. Like even his songs prior to this. Um, you know, this was this is his breakout single, but you know, when he was on like the under, in the underground scene and just that whole album, he's a he doesn't care who you are, he's yeah. going after you. He will tear you, you know, apart. Yeah. Tear you apart. Um, just one of the most insane, crazy lyricist uh, of all time, really. You know, he he's up there. Um, and this song was no different. Yeah, it's kind of um it almost sounds like it's made for kids. Like the beat. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember, yeah, I was, I was at my, at my grandfather's house. I was in his, in his bedroom watching TV. And the song came on. I had to sneak up there because I didn't want anybody to know I was watching MTV. I was like, shh, don't know. So, um, this song came on and I We're saw a
0: VH1 family. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I saw m and CMT. I was like, is that how you pronounce it? And just like, My little mind in nineteen ninety-seven, right? I think that's when the song came out. My head just like I was like, What in the world is going on? This is just insanity. Um I was I was hooked from there uh to learn more about who who he was and and the music he was doing. And then I bought the album and
0: then I was he goes through this is the song where his mother Filed a 10 million dollar slander lawsuit yeah. because of the 99% of my life I was lied to. I just found out my mom does more dope than I do. Um,
1: and other you know, comments and that I would prefer we don't repeat. Many, <laughs> many other
0: comments, yeah. Um, but yeah, so essentially, um, she was awarded a little bit, not not too much. In Without Me, his single in 2002, he just says, I just settled all my lawsuits, F you, Debbie. Uh, <laughs> Um, so he did yeah, not she, learn his lesson.
1: <laughs> she was yeah. awarded uh dollars of the 10 million and nice. uh $23,354.25 weren't to her lawyer.
0: <laughs> nice. So
1: she made about sixteen hundred dollars. Was oh, it worth man. it? Was it no. worth it? No. Well,
0: maybe. I mean, sixteen hundred dollars, that's a uh that's a stimulus check these yeah. days. More, more, right? <laughs> All right, (laughs) moving on. We've got Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg's nothing but a G-Thing and DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince Summertime. (laughs) Can there be be two different types of people in music uh, in one? Dre and Snoop Dogg fighting off against Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh (laughs) (laughs) Prince. Can you imagine if uh,
2: the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? Like, every time that <laughs> Snoop
0: Dogg came home, he got thrown out. <laughs> that would have been the FX version of, uh, of that show.
1: Uh, what's funny is Nothing But a G-Thing actually appeared in an episode mm-hmm. of Fresh Prince. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Nothing But a G-Thing, by the way. yeah, Ain't nothing but a G-Thing. I don't think that's, that's what? Not what that song is. Know. That's... that's I know. I'm remixing it live. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, but that's my choice. That's my choice. I am going with, yeah, same. Same for me. Nothing but a G thing. All Nothing right. but a G thing. Well, let's,
0: uh, let's just move on. Um, what? We're in the top four. You know what I'm about, I summertime? mean? I mean, you can. Is there anything you want to say? Just that it's a fantastic song. <laughs> and
2: yeah, just samples I mean, cool in the gang. Yeah, it does. And um, yeah, Summer Madness. And they. That's there's the last words of the of the song "Summer Madness." Um, I don't know. It just gives you that warm, funny, funny. I meant to say fuzzy,
1: funny. Is a funny feeling? <laughs> warm and funny. Maybe there's for nothing, some people, it gives not funny feeling. Nothing funny uh, about a New England summer. No. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> but anyway, it might I, snow this our, year. RJ doesn't want to give credit where credit's due for DJ Jazzy Jeff and, and the Fresh Prince. So let's move on.
0: What do you mean? I like them. Oh, gosh. I like, over oh, my entire let's table. just move on. No, let's move on. Well, I, you know, we're at the hour mark. We've got the top four. Just wanted to, just trying to keep us on track, guys. That's it.
1: If it wasn't for DJ Jazzy Jeff, there may not be sampling as we know it.
0: You well,
1: <laughs> know, just, just saying.
0: Right, no. Guys, what time that's... is it? What time? One more minute till the end of the night, but how could we when it feels so right? I like how you say we have no time for anything, and then you've got to do that. We always have time for my music.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, what do we got All right. In we're in the top four. This is it, guys. Dr. Dre's forget a- Forgot About Dre. Nate Dog and Warren G's "Regulate," House of Pain "Jump Around," and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg's "Nothing But a G Thing." Okay. Uh, what do you guys think about this top four? Three, three out of four is not bad. What are we talking about? "Jump Around."
2: No, we'll talk about it. You
0: hate. <laughs> you, hate you hate. Forgot about Dre. I do How not do hate it. That? I do not. Nine hate days, it. Nowadays everybody want to talk that they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they. Make I, don't, it. not, it I don't hate it. A bunch of It's not a top four song. It is. It clearly
1: is. It's in the top four
0: all right guys dre and regulate what do we got
1: well we know what andy's picking
0: <laughs> so so one for dre um <laughs> i'm just
1: kidding
2: <laughs> uh, i'm forgetting about dre here and i'm going with Regulate. oh
1: <laughs> i'm gonna go with right again on this i too. like yeah. this song yeah regulate for sure
0: yeah um, uh, i think andy you really wanted uh what was it uh still dre right is that the one that we were fighting over no. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. So still Dre was another one, but we, I said we should vote that one out. So um, mm-hmm. I think I don't remember now. I don't even remember. Uh, both songs are good.
1: Um, yeah. It, Emin- Eminem wrote most of the, if not all of the verses for the song. I heard I that. Correctly. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Dr. Dre is kind of like Diddy where he doesn't, he has other people write his, his stuff. Cause he's, he's behind the boards. He's a, he's a producer.
0: Um, I also had no idea that they sampled that No Doubt song, The Climb, Uh I, tried I listening... listened to that album quite a bit. I could hear it. It's very different, but uh, you yeah. can hear it there.
2: I, when I read that, I was like, I need to hear this. And I was like, I, maybe I wasn't paying attention hard
1: enough because I'm not a fan
0: of No Doubt. But, um... What? That album's gold. Like, it's, it's a super good album. I think uh, it's Tragic actually Kingdom. platinum.
1: I think yeah, I was gonna say platinum. Probably plat- probably. <laughs> I just
0: meant like it's 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 fire. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a good it's a good album. Uh, Tragic Kingdom itself is a great song on rock band. Super hard to do, by the way. Uh, As said by a cool person.
1: It
2: slaps. But uh, slaps. Yeah. <laughs> slaps. This this whole album, um, it's fire. Chronic Chronic 2001. Yeah, it is. There's a song called Explosive with three X's that is probably the standout track on the album for me at least. Um But yeah, Eminem came on here as well. And that whole verse, like, again, he kind of took you to like, where the heck is he going with this? And kind of brought it all mm-hmm. back in. Um, But just a crazy storyteller. They had edited a lot of his lyrics out of the music
1: video. And... <laughs> yeah. They replaced I'm it. Sure with most skit. Of them, so. Yeah. They've done that it, it, many it... times with his stuff. It was cool to hear the song, though, because the way Eminem wrote the wrote Dre's verse in the way that Eminem would rap. It, it was different to hear Dre rapping that way. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't really his style. So it was kind of cool to to see him kind of break out of his mold a little bit, um, you know, especially since this song was like a like a track kind of firing back at anyone, uh, you know, more specifically, Suge Knight from Death Death Row. Um, you know, uh the label they were on before, or he was on before. Um, so it was kind of like, yeah, you guys just kind of cut me loose, and you know, you doubted that I could even do anything. And here I am, you know, now I'm bigger than everyone on your label. And what are you gonna do about it? You know. And if it wasn't for Dre, you know, that label and and that style and a lot of the guys that were around at the time may not have even existed because Dre was one of the pioneers that paved the way for a lot of those raps or rappers that were around. All right, guys. Well, hey, Nate Dogg, Warren G's Regulate
0: gets into the finals, which is uh, the other song. i
2: was say that's really an interesting um, combination there, which we'll talk about after, that they went up against All each right. other.
0: And next up, we've got House of Pain, Jump Around, or Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg's Nothing But a G Thing. Hmm. Nothing but a G Thing.
2: I will make this easy for you, Mike, and agree with RJ here. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 Oh, okay. Okay, so we got. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What, what do we What do we got to say then? <laughs> uh, sorry,
0: guys. My uh, my. I'm I, trying to copy. All I have today is uh,
2: pack it up, pack it in. Let me begin. <laughs> I came to win. Bet on me. That's a sin.
1: Um, it's a song that peaked at number three on the charts. That's a pretty popular yeah. song.
0: Again, yeah. it's not one of my. I I just wasn't into it. I don't know, but it's. Uh, I. Lead rapper Everlast, what it's like, great song,
2: yeah. And um, DJ Lethal,
1: yeah, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. where's DJ Lethal from, RJ? Whip
1: no biscuit, biscuit.
2: <laughs> 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 um, yeah. This was uh, one of those CDs that uh sparked my interest, like when I was really getting into hip hop in the mid 90s, um. Of course, I fell in love with a tribe called Quests. Low End Theory—that was an album that I took from my stepfather, and I said, "Let me, let me listen to this," and it blew my mind. Amazing uh, record. Yep. Um, and then the one of the other albums that he had was this was his House of Pain um, CD. So I was listening to this, and I already knew Jump Around because you couldn't go anywhere without uh, not hearing it. Uh, and it's still one of those songs in arenas, wherever you are. As soon as that intro comes in, everybody jumps around and just starts going crazy. It's such a—it's a party anthem within hip hop. It's a party anthem, uh, a
0: party anthem <laughs> in pop in itself. So it is I everywhere. Well, this is it. We are in the top two, the finals of the top 90s hip hop, and I am not disappointed. Um, no. This is some good stuff here. We've got Nate Dogg featuring Warren G's Regulate. Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg's nothing but a G thing. Guys, I just I want to start it off right now by just saying I had forgotten how amazing I keep forgetting by Michael McDonald is, mm-hmm. which is the basis for regulate. Um man, when he goes, Ah, keep forgetting things will never be the same again. <laughs> amazing song. Like, I am gonna be listening to that song <laughs> all week now. It's amazing. Um,
2: <laughs> Let's not forget Michael uh, McDonald, about family guy.
1: I only know him as a Ain't no
0: man
1: his cover <laughs> version of that song.
0: If I could play that song right now, I keep forgetting I would play it right now. And you need to go and watch this video on YouTube. It is the greatest music video I've ever seen in my life um but anyways
2: regulate Archie, we, nothing but a g we, thing what do you think we, we performed regulate on karaoke one time i don't
0: know if you remember that's that. true because i love this song i also love nothing but a g thing and i have to say matt foley bringing him up again man of karaoke we did both these songs together um so they both bring back really good memories for you me singing with you sing with matt. Was was the
1: man. um, um Regulate also also featuring some spoken dialogue from one of my mom's favorite movies, Young Guns.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? You just brought it up. Let's just talk about both the things before we make our decisions. Can't, so let's talk about Regulate there.
2: Can't be any geek off the street.
0: Um, <laughs> Gotta be handy with so, the steel, if you know what I mean. Oh, Rhode Island, then, by the way, handy with says, the steel. Eh, sorry, go with it. But then,
2: he says, but then he says, earn your keep forever. I thought he said, Ernie, keep. I'm like, who the hell is Ernie? <laughs> so I'm like, I know this from a movie, but who's Ernie? <laughs>
0: <clears> throat> Tiffany, throat> Tiffany. It's like this and like that and like this. And uh, it's like, you know, these songs it's like that.
1: And just chew. <laughs> Tiffany did not song. listen to any hip hop in the 90s. If I remember correctly, oh, man. that was a country music household. Oh, oh, there was Shania Twain and Garth Brooks all <laughs> up in that piece. I'm sorry. you're right I remember that uh,
0: <laughs> gosh I think whenever I visited her in Coventry I think it was back in the day uh, don't worry Andy she doesn't live there anymore I'm not giving addresses away again um, but I <laughs> well,
1: would go well, there the and side. I think it was her mom
0: that had like a cowboy hat on and like I would just it was like a whole other world there man um, but yeah it was Regulate's a great song
1: I just called her yeah. lady and she just, just called, called me her. kid that was our that was our relationship. <laughs> so this um, was, um,
2: I was gonna say, this oh. was a this was a cool song because you had Nate Dog, rapping, uh, and singing as well, along with Warren G. Warren G was also a a producer. You know, this was basically he this album. Um, again, another great album. Um, he also had uh, this DJ. Uh, which was another another hit for him, but regularly, obviously, a whole lot of stratosphere. Um, it was so cool, just like the back and forth and the storytelling. And that's how they wrote it as well. Like they, uh, Warren G would write four bars, and then Nate Dog would come in, and they just this back and forth. Warren G, as I said, being a producer, was also very much around when the Chronic was being made uh, by Dr. Dre. Um, and he actually helped produce a little bit. Um, I don't know if it was one song or more than that, but he did have some production credits on, on the Chronic as well because he is a brother to Snoop Dogg. So this is a very much a a family uh battle here in, in the final round. Um, you know, uh Warren G, Nate Dog, Snoop Dogg are also a part of a group called two one three uh back in the day. So um a lot of parallels here. Uh Mike, what are you gonna say about, about regulate?
1: Um, how low budget originally it was. The production for for regulate was done in an apartment um, that had no furniture. Um, it only had two bedrooms. In one of the bedrooms, um, where they did the sample, they plugged it into the into a VCR uh, to get the sample and add it into the song. Um, and the 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 magic you know when something like that happens and it just comes together like it's that really shows the ingenuity of music back in the day back then and how you know how yeah, scrappy these guys were and yeah and how creative they were when they had a vision they just figured out how to do it man like well,
2: that was really like the start of of hip hop uh because equipment is freaking expensive right yeah Um, so they would that's why sampling was such a big thing in hip-hop early on because it was um, you know in communities where they couldn't afford this these big equipments but the djs you know they would have a record and they would have two copies of it and you just play the break back and forth and then people started making pause tapes so they would take those breaks and just record stop play it again record stop and that's how you would make your beat So the creative process, um, like you, you built something out of nothing. Um, And that's why for me, I like a lot of the grittiness behind hip hop songs. I like to hear the crackles and vinyl samples. I like to hear hissing in the background. I like, I want it to feel dirty. I don't necessarily always like, so shut up.
1: He's talking about the music RJ.
2: Yeah. I don't like when everything's so so clean. It's like RJ, even when you, you always come out on yourself, you're like, Oh, I do like a hum, like you, you hum something. I like that kind of stuff because it's, it's almost like a live performance and it's just, it's not a, a clean feel. Um, so that's why I kind of connect with those songs
1: a little bit more. Um,
0: All right. Well, about, and we also G have thing. nothing
1: but a G thing. Funny story about nothing. Yeah. but a G thing was um, <laughs> when, when, when they needed um, when they needed a verse from Snoop for the original version, uh, he was in jail, so they called him, <laughs> and he did his verse over a prison phone, and that's how they did the demo track for this song. Hey. This Slick, is also his
0: first appearance on a major release where he is a featured vocalist.
1: Yeah. Slick Rick did
2: an entire album called Behind Bars from Behind Bars. Oh man! So um,
0: they were just. Why are people accomplishing more behind bars than I am in my entire (laughs) life? (laughs) What else is
2: there to do? Uh, Like, that's true.
0: Yeah. This was also selected Um, as uh, by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as one of the 500 songs that actually shapes rock and roll, uh, which is a pretty cool um, thing. And XXL magazine named it the top hip hop song of the decade.
2: Yeah. And this this song again, the Chronic had so many. terrific songs but this one was the one that took off but also catapulted snoop dogg's career you know a virtual unknown at this point <laughs> to to a whole nother level to where we know him today where everybody knows who snoop dogg is um uh, kind of uh, another tidbit this song was actually used in the 2013 uh charlie's angels uh full throttle movie which had cameron diaz in it who also went to high school with Snoop Dogg and who may or may have not admitted to possibly uh, buying some substances off Snoop Dogg (laughs) in high school as well. Fruit snacks. Fruit snacks, snacks, obviously. Definitely uh, Scooby snacks. Uh, Probably the same stuff that um, (laughs) the Scooby-Doo cast was
0: uh, partaking in in the back of that van. All right, guys. Well, this is it. We are at our top two. What are we doing? We've got Regulate versus nothing but a G thing. I'm going to go with Regulate.
1: I think I will also have to go with Regulate. Oh, man. I would have agreed with you as well. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. It is a a
0: three-way tie for Nate Dogg featuring Warren G's Regulate. Uh, That is our winner of the top 90s hip-hop song of all 90s. (laughs) It's the winner um, of all time, sometimes. It's the 90s top song of the 90s. Um, no. I'm a, all right. I was, I, for, I,
2: if we pick anything else, I was going to say this was the winner of our top 16. <laughs> but I, 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 I think a lot of people would say this is one of the greatest
0: uh, hip hop songs of the 90s. So I am not. I'm not, well, not, not to great. mention, I keep forgetting things will never be the same again. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you have no idea what I'm talking about Please look yeah, up look I Keep it. Forgetting by Michael McDonald It's one of the greatest songs I've ever heard um, One of the greatest videos And I'll probably make them watch it as soon as we go off live But um, it, Nate Dog Warren G, Regulate Top 90s hip hop song uh, If you disagree or you agree Please write it in the comments Feel free to share the video later Guys, anything else to say before we call it a night? Yeah,
2: yes, there are songs That did not make it in here That I feel need to be and I'm gonna spit out a couple here. Scenario by a Tropical Quest. Today so was a today was a good day by Ice Cube. and injustice that is not on here. Slam by Onyx. Juicy, Notorious B.I.G., which is probably his best song, and then California Love, which like, not my favorite Tupac song, Um, but catapulted. No Wu Tang songs. Wu Tang.
1: Oh, thank you. Wu-Tang, no Wu Tang songs. Cream. I mean, I, I would have put in. Cookies, I put in cookies Tupac. roll everything around me. How did I'm, we I'm, I'm, not I'm, I'm, have I'm, I'm, Big
0: Pun? Still not a player. Like, yeah, Big Pun still not thing. a player should have been in here. How I could just kill a man by Cypress Hills way better than Insane in the Brain. Uh, know
1: the roots. Know the roots on here. changes by
0: Tupac. Why not yeah. changes? So let's do it. Uh, we gym. almost we almost had DMX's Rough Riders. Uh, Dr. Dre's The Next Episode was another one I would have had on here. KRS One, the Police, yeah, KRS One, yes, uh, Deja Vu by Lord Tariq. Why did we not have that? Um, I you don't know, know. That's, a, that's a good one. Mace, what you want and feel so good. Uh, we're also really more good money, ones that more I liked. problems. We almost had on there. Why yeah. didn't we have Wild Wild West by Will Smith?
1: Oh, that's because dead. it was Wild Wild West by Will Smith. Yeah. Oh, but, but getting jiggy with it, <laughs> Getting jiggy with it. Yeah,
0: that would have been uh, um, Miami, going to can. Miami. You know, yeah. Uh, but anyways, hey guys, I, I appreciate everyone tuning in, um, and uh, <laughs> uh, I love uh, some of these comments. But um, yeah, <laughs> I mean... Makes... <laughs>
1: Nana's She's a beat. real G. She's Nana, gonna if you're going to leave soundtrack. here
0: tonight, I keep forgetting Michael McDonald. That's the one you want to listen to later. But, um, <laughs> and then probably listen knows to it
1: better than you do.
0: <laughs>
1: can she sing it like this? I,
0: I keep forgetting... Mike, she probably could.
1: Then, she was in church choir for a very right. long time. Oh, hour. there you go. she we probably show you up. At the next I'm, family, probably family right. party,
2: if she's, singing, if she's singing OPP, then we did our job.
1: Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> and she well, hey guys, thank, thank you very breath.
0: much uh, for joining us. Episode 28. Uh, we have an episode <laughs> dropping tomorrow. Uh, it is our top, top 80s female pop? Yes, yeah, sir. Maybe. So. Yeah, two, that was a great a episode, by the way. It's a two-parter. Two-parter, yep. Both episodes are being released tomorrow, uh, so you get to see one uh, and then the next one after that. Um, so I, I appreciate you guys joining us, but mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, have a great <laughs> night.